Say it loud. I'm beige and I'm proud. <laughs> Say it loud. So I got a nigga I know married this white bitch. Got two kids. They had twins. These are the twins. He is black. He showed us some kids. That's his kids. He posting them every day like they is. So she got the dominant genes. Man, them kids. Look now. We know white people got recessive genes. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. Them kids look Asian. Them motherfuckers don't got a piece of black. Whatever they is, they don't look like him. <laughs> just like they try to convince us that them was Michael Jackson kids. Them is not Michael Jackson kids, my nigga. That'd be too normal, Michael Jackson having sex with a woman. You don't think MJ ever fucked a bitch? No. Back in the 80s, I'm sure that nigga was getting... Top tier pussy. I think he's an awkward nigga. That you you don't get that awkward by happenstance. Like you always been an awkward. You don't wait till you like. But you know awkward niggas that still fuck. I do not know. Awkward I don't know niggas awkward that niggas, that niggas on that level though. That how many awkward niggas you know that are guaranteed smashing somebody? Because I'm not friends with them like that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know that many awkward niggas. Maybe. Now, does he do he or is it was he presented with the opportunity? I'm 100 percent think so. But he'd rather hang with children. I think at some point, Mike, you would think that because you normal and you grew up in a, a semi normal home. This nigga, they grew up in something different. No, nah, I mean, I'd be willing to bet Mike got he was married to uh, what's the name? Lisa Marie. And that's what these alleged kids come from. I think she probably broke him off a little. Little, little something. Stick it in, Michael. <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> That's too normal. That nigga's a spectacle, okay? Great musician, all that shit. It's a spectacle. Nigga had that. That's not even his voice. So he, so he, what they call a code switch? No, he is putting on a whole nother character and he forgets sometimes. So maybe his nigga side was like, bitch, give me some of that pussy. I get Girl, that you, give me that pussy. I get that you want him to be a regular. He probably nigga. talk like Webby. He got a deep voice. And he probably telling bitches to give him that give him that butt. Give Mike that ass. Where are the women who said they slept with Michael Jackson? What? After he didn't die, ain't nobody wrote a book, came out, nothing. It ain't it ain't a one groupie that you can ever link to Michael Jackson. That's crazy. It's a bunch of kids who say they fucked him, but maybe, not a woman. Maybe his NDA even, game strong. Even NDA niggas, he did. Even the one that people was accusing him of fucking children. Ain't nobody come out and say, hell no, he wouldn't do that. Me and him used to be together. Where they at? Where they at? He may have, a, may have had an NDA then. I don't. Niggas wasn't thinking no fucking NDAs in the fucking Man, I'm just, I'm just trying to get Mike the benefit of the doubt. No, man, we got a nigga to benefit of the doubt while fucking children. He can't get the benefit. Like, come on, man. You don't do both. <laughs> okay? Like, you don't have all the... Like, you don't do both. Mike Dave Chappelle said he had a joke. Like, they talking about AIDS came from, like, somebody fucking with a monkey. He like, that's a strong decision. Like, you don't get, like, monkey pussy on Tuesday and be like, I'm going to go fuck with Charlene on Wednesday. Like, no. He drew a hard fucking line. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. Like, can you imagine? You fucking monkeys and women? That's not no. That's not a thing. <laughs> Nigga, monkeys are strong as fuck. Man. I don't. 
their body density is different. A hundred and fifty pound monkey and a hundred and fifty pound human are is not the same. No, a hundred and fifty pound monkey will, will rip your limbs off of your torso easily. Quite literally. And have and and have done so. Nigga, I was you know, I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube and I was watching this shit about this tribe in Africa yeah. where they hunt baboons. Mm. They hunt them and kill them. Yeah. And these niggas hunt with like great success. And that shit is dangerous as fuck. I be on the, wall, the, the YouTube rabbit hole too. You know, I fuck with Joe Rogan podcast. He always got like some some weird shit on there with hunters and niggas be yeah. bear encounters and shit like that. And um, they found it's a specific in the Amazon, which is very, very dense. The lion killers? Yes. Yes. The fucking the lion chimpanzees kill- that are six, six feet, 200 pounds. And stand up and stand up like humans. Like, do you realize how strong they would be? That's like Superman strength. Because if the, if the little hundred pound ones is ripping limbs and ripping faces off, 200 pounds, six feet, they call them lions. They kill lions, my yeah. nigga. That's nah, good. it's a couple places on earth I'm never going. You niggas can travel the fuck wherever the fuck you want to. I'm not going to Australia. I don't want no parts of it. Um, every the deadliest of things of all time live in Australia. Like twelve of the most deadliest things in the world are native to Australia. They got times during the summertime where everything is covered in spider webs and shit. Like, like it's just a wild I can't, place. I can't live like that. Kangaroos out there. A kangaroo fucking, will fucking drown you. Kangaroos out there beating on niggas' windows and glass and shit. You got fucking uh, nigga. Do you see snakes and spiders? Did you, did you and, see that country where like the ape population is out of control? Ape, apes mm. or chimpanzee population is out of control. It's like some it's some Asian country to the point where like chimps are attacking elderly people and snatching babies. That's crazy. Like well, they showed the chimp at like somebody back door just peering in. Like niggas breaking into houses and taking your baby. Well, they need to do wherever that's at what they doing in Texas because Texas. Oh, they letting people shoot them. Has millions of hogs, feral hogs that just run around. They killed a lady recently. Like they just ate an old lady. <laughs> like old people, it's tough outside. You feel me? Don't go outside. <laughs> she was coming over. Like, I guess she was like a house aide or a housemaid or some shit at six o'clock in the morning. And before she got to the door, nigga, six pigs got her. Like, can you imagine? No, that's a terrible way to do it. So anyway, 24 hours a day, uh, 365 days a year, it's hunting season for for wild hogs in Texas. That's why niggas be hanging out the helicopters and busting them down. So, yeah, I'm going to go out there and kill some fucking hogs, you know, rid the world of swine. You going to go out for real? Hell, fuck yeah. Okay, you going to do the helicopter shit? Because that shit expensive. No, I'm not doing helicopter shit. I'm going, my cousin stay out in San Antonio and shit. Uh, He hunt all day and shit. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot the fuck out some fucking um, some hawks. You know, them and wild boars, like, that's not a, it's not an easy task, though. Like, the niggas will charge you. Yeah. You need more than, <laughs> you need the I, AR. I, and I'm fearful of that shit. <laughs> I'm fearful of an <laughs> animal. <laughs> I'm fearful of an animal charging me. Well, you know, I'm charging it, but these bullets are charging at it. Okay. You feel me? So, it is what it is. All right, let's do it. All man. right. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas. Nothing but love.
Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tin For You Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice. Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief, Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then, bitch, you are not saying it right. It is the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 326. On you, huh? 326 or 356. You know, I think it's, it's so 326. Yeah. Because we like 75 more than this week in culture. Yeah, 326. Okay. Yeah, 326. Last week, I actually numbered the episode 235 instead of 325. A little dyslexia slipping there every once in a while, but I caught it you know, midweek and updated it. They know what it is. You know what I'm saying? There's so many of these motherfuckers and shit. Um. <coughs> oh shit! Shit! You, know, you got you all right? You yeah, little, I'm cool. I'm cool. COVID over there? No, no. I don't need to re up. Real niggas don't catch COVID. All right. I don't know what the fuck you heard. You took the vaccine. You thought you was gonna catch it. <laughs> you, you ain't know you was a real nigga. Is that what you say? <laughs> and my job just sent me an email talking about we need your records for the booster. Man, boosties. I took that shit like a man. <laughs> Raw, okay. No, nigga, the the one that's out here fucking with niggas, that monkeypox is for real. I'm confused about the monkeypox. What you confused about? We we did a training on it at work. I can answer because your questions. Fauci said that shit come from gay niggas having sex, and I'm like, it used because that's what they said about AIDS too. It doesn't come from it. Come it can be transmitted through sexual intercourse. But him specifically said this. Like I. I I was like, he didn't say that. And I actually looked it up. Like, he said it, like, twice in the same sentence. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm like, what? I thought somebody was being, like, an asshole or being like, I'm like, hold on, dog. Like, what's, what's going on here? No, it definitely comes from heterosexual sex as well. Hold on, because I was looking at this shit earlier. Uh, it can spread from person to person through direct contact with infectious rash, scabs, or bodily fluid. It can also spread by respiratory secretions during prolonged face-to-face contact or during intimate physical contact, such as kissing, cuddling, or sex. Um, I don't want monkeypox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't. Want so the good thing about it, if there is a bright side to monkeypox, is that you can pretty much deal with it on your own. Like the symptoms. I'm straight. I don't trust. I don't trust nobody to do that shit on their own. I don't trust. Them. No, you, you just stay in the house. You just quarantine. 
I don't think niggas didn't quarantine when they had COVID. Well, you supposed to quarantine. It'll just go away in about two weeks. So you just bumpy for two weeks and all the bums go away. Yeah. I don't believe it. Now there is some medication that there that we got that they talked to us about and that like two pills should clear should help clear it up too. Nah. It'll cut the recovery time down to like seven to ten days. Now you're gonna have to wash all your clothes and shit, cause you know, the monkeypox can be spread through like linen and shit like that. But you know, seven to ten days. Not too bad, maybe. Uh, I'm trying to find this nigga. Uh, uh, what's this? Fauci. Fauci. Mm-hmm. You know I don't trust that nigga. Nah, I'm I'm done trusting Doctor Fauci. Cause that nigga, that nigga facts been way off. Look at this. Look at look at all these headlines from MSNBC, CNN, and all the other shit. And monkeypox gaming confront a crisis <laughs> with echoes of the past. WHO recommends gay and bisexual men limit partners to reduce the spread of monkeypox. Yo, this is, this is on- bad propaganda. This is how like hate crimes start, my nigga. Like this, that's bad shit to be putting out there. Then it's a well, monkeypox could spread well beyond communities of gay and bisexual men. I warned the monkeypox risk to gay men. Things haven't changed since. Like, so that's the New York Times, CNBC, and Newsweek all running with this shit. Just like, yo, I don't know. That's dangerous propaganda. It just is. Well, I guess, I don't know. If they just, they, they was like, yo, how come every nigga we test? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Trust the science, though. No, nah, man. The scientists I, told us that it's like. Them scientists be wrong. That's why it's called practice. When you go to your doctor, it's a practice. Nigga just trying to figure it out. Yeah, but that, it's a hypothesis. Yeah, that practice ain't the, the same practice, though. Fauci just trying to figure it out. It's the same. It's the same hypothesis. About the world. Well, he over the I mean, listen, all I know is. Um, the same lab in Wuhan who was dealing with um coronaviruses right before the pandemic started, um, was and is also doing something with monkeypox, and then a monkeypox outbreak happens. So they might need to shut down that lab. It's not that; it's China. I think China behind that shit, and they the only people that have won. Um, out of this whole global pandemic and their economy is pushing to num- the number one economy um, in the world. So you're saying this States. is like some type of nuclear warfare that it's not nuclear. Well, it's, not it's warfare. One hundred percent. This is my this is my opinion. They have benefited and now they're about to overtake the United States as the number one economy in the world. OK. And, I mean, that, that and it and, and they I mean, they money. We owe them tons of money they have a tons of influence here um they shut down anything referring to the lab leak theory which everybody it was a conspiracy theorist um for saying that at first and then everybody was like yo uh technically i think this shit really did come from here but all that shit was shut down and you was a xenophobe they told the president that he he was racist because he called it a chinese disease and then i look at these clips and like two weeks before everything shut out all the niggas on the news call that shit the Chinese virus. I'm like, wait a minute. 
Two weeks later, y'all said a nigga was a fucking racist because he said it was a Chinese virus that actually came from China. Remember when the West Nile virus came out? Yeah. Why the fuck was it called the West Nile virus? Because it, it came from the West. A- yeah. It came from the West Nile. So a nigga named the virus somewhere where it came from. It's like nah, the nigga racist. But that was media propaganda, so we can't look at China doing this shit. They about to be the number one world uh, economy. And niggas still can't get no PlayStations in retail. I got one. I know. Retail. I mean, they just not readily available in the stores. Two years after the bitch release and I can't just walk into Target and get one. Why the stores? I don't know, my nigga. Like, sometimes. Nike, Nike took all that shit out of uh Yeah, they took all that shit everywhere. Run through. Run. Go online, my nigga. Buy through me directly. Why go to a third party? Because I got to sell it to the to Target at a discounted rate. Just buy from me directly. Yeah, I don't, I don't like know. Nike. Shit, uh, Foot Locker. They trying to kill. They killing Foot Locker. They, they took, going to kill Foot Locker. They took everything out of all the, the Macy's. Is uh, Nike leaving out of Macy's and shit too? Yeah. No, nigga, go to our either the Nike physical store or to the website or go on the website. That's it. Direct from me. Why should I discount my shit? Sell it to somebody else who gonna mark it up and make money off of it? No, run that shit right through me, Sony. All right. I went to their website, put my email address in. They hit me up with a link. It's like, yo, click on this bitch between these time and this time for your chance to get one. I went in there and got that bitch. It was in my crib playing 2K two, three days later. You feel me? That's that's what you on right now, 2K? I've been on a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, I pay for some, whatever, they, they, they top package where you got all these classic games and streamable games. Shit I didn't even buy that's just on there to play. I've been fucking with that Spider-Man shit. Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah. Um, Metal Gear 5 is free to play on that motherfucker. A different version of Metal Gear 5, because I had Metal Gear 5 on the PS4. Okay. Uh, and it's another Metal Gear 5, but I've been playing a whole bunch of shit on there, though. Okay. But uh, 2K, it took me a minute to get it kind of adjusted to 2K. It's different. Uh, Once you ain't played it in a while. Years. Just, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it took me a minute to, to to go through. I actually went through the little training in the gym. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this is how you do shit. Now, I didn't go through all that defense and running. Play, like, niggas who really be on that shit. You probably I'm, need to learn how to play a I'm, defense. I, no, I'm talking about they be running defensive sets. And oh, no. Plays. I, yeah, I'm like, and, it's, and they go through it and show you how to do it. I'm like, yo, I'm, I want to play right now. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I fuck with the PS5 shit. I really bought it so I can monetize it, though. I know y'all be fucking with the pod. You know, y'all got a Twitch. Me and Dame may be on that bitch talking shit. Yeah. Playing. I might even put the motherfucking pod. I might record a whole podcast on, on Twitch. Twitch. That'd on be some, dope. On some, you know what I'm saying? Like this, is some different content. Like this, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. Content is coin. Is what it, is what a friend told me. Content is coin. Yeah. So, um, but everything ain't content. Um, you know, I'm the real Jay Johnson on everything that you know. I used to be the real Jay Johnson. That was my my handle on all the social medias, okay. and that was used to be my Twitter handle. But like back in the day when you used to retweet, it included your username in there, and However, the, the the 140 character count it included your username in it. Oh, so that would fuck you up. It would it would severely impact the amount of retweets. So I had to come up with something shorter, and that's where Jay Johnson 313 came. And then it's like, well, you can't have multiple usernames on across different platforms. You might as well make them all together. Yeah. But 
on any platform I get, I go make an account for the real Jay Johnson, even if I don't lose use it. Okay, just in case. Yeah, no, whatever user, it's a it's a real Jay the real Jay Johnson. I may need it one day. Yeah. So okay. um, my PS, my PlayStation Network is the real Jay Johnson. Find a nigga on there, I might whoop your ass or something. Okay, you, you be on a pl- you be on a playground. I don't understand. <laughs> when you play online, there's like a, a virtual playground that you have to walk around. And try and get niggas to, you know, you, you try and play with niggas. I have not did that yet. Okay. My nephew be doing that shit. Yeah. I'd be like, this shit look weak, nigga. I just want to, I just want to say, hit the thing and say search game and, and play again. No, the playground is where like really good games go down at. You got to, you, you created a player, right? I have not created a player yet. Okay. So you need to create a player. Yeah. When some- I was trying to, when I was trying to do it, it was something going on with their servers or some shit. And they told me to come back and I was like, all right, I'm going to play Metal Gear. Yeah. Create a player, <laughs> buy some VC, get his skills up, get him some gear and get out on the playground. I'm not really interested in that type of shit. I want to play with a team. I don't want to play with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to make. That's why you get you like a crew of niggas that you play with and that's, that's like your team. Yeah. I get that. I know what you're saying. You want to. 96 Bulls and we we uh, play. Yo, I use I use the uh all-time Bulls. Yo, Michael Jordan got off, my nigga. Yeah. Mike damn near on stop. Like I I was getting off of Mike, dog. When when I play SJ and AJ, we always use the all-time teams. I mean, that's I go the shit all, we grew up on. I go with all-time Lakers. I, they, I, they're yeah. a hard team to beat. I did, I you that's when I finally got in my bag. Yeah, they are. I, I use the all-time. Yo, I went 10 for 10 with Kareem. You put you put Kobe Fucking LeBron, Kareem, Shaq, and Magic, all out, all out on the floor together. It's I a rough the, day. That's the first time I whooped the computer ass because computer was whooping my ass at first. Yeah, I got them niggas, and I had everybody had fifty at least fifteen points. I was spreading that motherfucker around, but like I would go down to uh to Kareem, and that nigga threw that fucking sky hook. He was, pfft. you know, who I came from got a good squad. Me and me and AJ be having some good games. That nigga play with the all-time Bucks because he got Giannis and young Kareem out. Okay, okay. You Lou Al Cinder out in that yeah. motherfucker. And uh, wasn't uh, yep. the nigga who used to, uh, who had a triple-double, uh, Oscar Robertson. Yeah, yeah. the big old play for him, too. Um, yeah, and then something, George Michael? Or? No, George Mike can play for the Lakers. Uh. But but they got a good squad. Me yeah. and AJ be going head up. SJ be giving me a hard time, too. So, I used to use I used the Bucks. I used the uh, Middleton. Middleton was straight. I had him coming off screens and pulling up. Yeah, man. Me? But you you find yourself engulfed in that shit for hours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then, like for an example, like you gotta buy the right version of. I gotta buy the eighty dollar version of two K if I want to play with people with PS4. Okay. And so they got you. They give you the regular version for free inside of this whatever. Plus bundle, whatever. Um, it's three different versions: a regular version, a seventy-five edition version, and then the uh, crossplay version. I'm like eighty dollars to play against my friends? Come on, man, it's worth it. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I play with strangers and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I write it off on my taxes or some shit. Yeah, man, you re- you rich, you rich, Jason. No, don't say that lie. I'm poor. Shit, we all poor. Let me borrow ten bands. I wish. I give it back. I wish. Anyway, man, how was your week, my brother? Week was good. I dropped uh, episode two of Dame After Dark. Yes. Getting some really good good feedback about the Unicorn episode. Uh, so if you haven't listened, tune in to episode two of Dame After Dark. Let's break down what a unicorn is. Okay. So a unicorn is somebody that basically deals with couples. 
So if you are a couple and you're looking to have a threesome, you would ideally want to have a unicorn. They don't necessarily want a relationship with y'all. You know, they might come through. Now, how she described it, you know, you're going to take her out on a few dates. Y'all going to kick it, feel a vibe. And if everything goes well, then we have group sex. So back in the uh, clubhouse days, you know, clubhouse, when it first started and it was uh, uh, somewhat exclusive, um, you had like a get an invite to get yeah. in there. And, like the shit was a, it was a different place. You know what I'm saying? It'd be all type of conversations and shit in there. And I was in there in a, in a, in a room with a couple folks that we know and, um, talking about unicorns. It was a, it was a married couple in there and shit. And they was explaining unicorns and shit like, like the unicorn is rare is because like they invite a third party into their marriage and everything start off right. And then at some point somebody start catching feelings. Like the person want to be with the man or want to be with the woman or whatever. And like the unicorn is so rare because they don't catch no feelings. They don't ever catch feelings. It's just, all right, we do this and then I'm out. It's not like, it's not all three of us in a relationship. It's us in a relationship and you come when we call and then like we just cut that shit off. You know what I'm saying? It's like we ain't, I'm like, oh, okay. Because. I guess that would, I mean, because unicorns is supposed to be rare. You don't come across them bitches Absolutely. too often. It's like, Absolutely. yo, most time, you know, so I'm like, all right. So uh, I thought it was interesting. So I was like, all right, let me listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she's supposed to be of a rare breed. So I appreciate Tay for coming through and uh, sharing her side of, <laughs> sharing her side of things. <laughs> I'll tell you off here. <laughs> That's funny though. I tell you off here. Okay, all right. Because <laughs> I want to uh, be in on a joke. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did anything else happen this week? No, nah, I think that might have been a been a highlight of my week. Just damn after dark dropping. Yeah. Uh, I seen Nope. You, you get a chance to see Nope? No, I haven't. Oh man, me. I'm Aunt, not really. Me and Aunt did a review on Nope. Uh, is it wrong for me to say I don't really care? Or Thursday? No, we did a review on Nope on Wednesday, and uh, I got it set to drop at seven o'clock in the morning on Friday, so it's already out by the time y'all hear this shit. Uh, is it good? Because I he- yeah, I'm hearing good. mixed reviews about. What have you not heard a mixed review about? Like what movie have has came out that you didn't hear a mixed review about? Okay, fair enough. Cause like I just I just learned that just just the majority of when I hear people talking about it, it was like it was just all right. I don't know what they watched. Okay, uh, but you know it'd be different strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really into suspenseful movies. That's not like my thing. Uh, I kind of want to support it, you know, because a black man directed it. But you know, I, when I saw the previews, I wasn't just like, "Oh, I got to see that shit." Like, I don't, I'm straight. Well, they did the previews pretty vague. Like, we didn't know what the movie was about until the to the like the second trailer because it was intentionally. We're not really telling you what the movie about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a it's a UFO movie. I mean, with black people because that don't exist. Every UFO movie we ever seen got white people in it, and it's no, all was white that people. One with Will Smith. Uh, that's not like a UFO movie. I guess. I mean, that's an invasion movie. Independence Day. Yeah. 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 But Will Smith had like seventh billing. He talked for about eight minutes the whole movie. It seemed like that was his movie. He ain't talked that much. He wasn't even in the movie that much. It seemed like it. I haven't seen Independence Day in years. In years. When you go look at the billing, that nigga name, he wasn't like that. What is what put him on a different level? Okay. He wasn't on that level yet. Yeah. I and like 10 minutes tops. 
Like in real life, when you go back and like, damn. I don't have to go back and watch it. I ain't seen independent. Like I said, but, I ain't seen independent. What the, when you watch this, usually all the UFO movies and the space flicks, it's about white folks. And horror movies used to be all white people. And Jordan Peele has been putting um, a black experience on all these different cultures. Absolutely and different changing genres. that narrative. You know what I'm saying? So, because it's like, well, shit, nigga, how would if I, if some shit touched down here on Joy Road and Evergreen? I think it's going to be different than that bitch touchdown in Oklahoma. I think how people react to it would be different. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I bet you I'll be like, nope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I am hearing, though, like people are saying this is like Kiki Palmer's breakout role. Even though I feel like Kiki Palmer is already broken out, per se. Man, that's just people on the internet, dog. Okay. This just niggas on the internet. Can't trust it. It's just like they, they compare, for whatever reason, they was trying to compare her. Uh, to um, Zendaya, like, and their trajectory, and somebody always wanted. I don't think they're anything close to the same actress. Somebody, they're not, because they totally different. Um, but somebody was, you know, it's like one of them. I just find it funny how and okay. try to. I just don't like that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I, don't, I, I don't like how y'all pit two people against each other that have no reason. To be in competition with each other. You know what I'm saying? Only competition they should ever have if they going out for the same role. And that's not even personal. Yeah, they, to me, they just two compl- they just two different actresses. Like Will Smith and Sam Jackson. They they're good actors in their own right, but yeah. they're completely different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So how good is Will Smith as an actor? I don't know. You know, because when I, when I really sit back and think about like some of the roles Will Smith has had. When you think about Will Smith's like acting, acting, what's the scene that comes to your mind? The champ is here. I mean, that's I can't really think of a lot of like groundbreaking. They go scenes. way back to the, the to the fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That why he don't why want they me. don't want me. That's the best one. So that's almost thirty years ago. That's well over thirty. Well, that was like the last season. So yeah, yeah. but uh, I still watch that shit and get goosebumps. But that's the top of the top. That's one of my, even though I know that scene is not supposed to be funny, like that's one of my, that's, I love, it just happened. I love that shit. That's a sound bite on the fire. <laughs> I love that shit, But what's, what, what we don't recognize is the reason that scene, and we forget this unless you watch the whole episode, right? Again, that scene was really impactful because Will and Uncle Phil had just gotten to an argument and he told Uncle Phil, you ain't my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. which was a emotional scene that they don't never really like. They don't never be that contentious. And they that that had just happened. And then that happens. And then he has to grab him and hug him and shit like that. Just like compounded all the emotion. Yeah. Man. Like just just that moment where he's like, why don't you want me? Yeah. Now he's just so vulnerable. Now the joint. Well, was it seven pounds? I've never seen seven pounds. Um, it was about a real life person, but him and his uh him and his son was in it and it was homeless that was living in a No man, that was uh that wasn't seven pounds. What was that, that was a uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Duh. I don't know why I said seven yeah. pounds. But Pursuit I remember seven yeah. pounds. I thought that was a really good movie. I did too. I thought I mean it was a really good movie. I don't They just kept going through some fucked up yeah. shit the whole fucking movie. I think he I think he had to act for sure. He had to to, to pull out some emotion. You know, there was a good person. scene But it's with his son. So it like, was a good scene in Pursuit of Happiness where like he helped my man move and he wouldn't give him that twenty dollars. I need my twenty dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, 
you know, I, I watched that movie. You know, he came to the uh, interview like with painting shit all over him. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I didn't. Something happened. He didn't have his clothes and shit. Yeah. Still killed the interview. I remember I was interviewing somebody at, at Comcast years ago. No, my nigga, they ain't come with paint on them. No, nah, they came late, um, and it was a little disheveled, and um, it was a lot. You could tell it was a lot going on. But he said his um, either his car or his house had got broken too. You know what I'm saying? But he still had to, he found a way to get here. I think it was his car had got broken too. Okay. But he found a way to get here anyway. And I just that shit played in my head like I can't hold this now. If you come late to an interview, I do. I if you late in general, like I'd be offended because I'm not late. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I in my mind, I was like, we about to do. Long story short, I hired a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Was he any good as an employee? End up being a supervisor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I only hire good people. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. End up being a supervisor. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a. I'm like, I'm not gonna hold this against because I, I can see he telling the truth. And he's like, I'm gonna be late or not. I'm coming to this fucking interview. Solid high. And I want, and I want, I want to. I want you know, some people just rise when you when you present them with adversity, yeah. or when they go through adversity. So I mean, I, I can I get it, but like, you know, I know me. You know, I hire at my job too. Yeah. And like, nigga, you more than ten minutes late. Like, we ain't got shit to talk about. So now in HR, they over. be like, uh, you not you technically now they have a conversation and like you're not supposed to hold that against them. Um, because anything can happen. You really supposed to ask the questions and only base your hiring decision based upon how they ask the question. I'm like, man, how do you, how do you take that, that bias out? Cause most recently I interviewed somebody and they was like 45 minutes late. And, um, we was already, it's a, it was already a busy day. We was already short and like, yo, like, I don't really it, got time. Yeah. Now it been, ended up being a horrible interview. You know what I'm saying? So. But it's like it's hard to balance that when you slightly frustrated. But like, all right, I mean, just write down the answers to this question and, you know, move it on forward. But but I always, you know, when I started interviewing, when I first got to be a supervisor, I, I'll be honest. I took a page from something that I heard you say once is that when a motherfucker comes to the interview, you getting one hundred and fifty percent of that. That's a fact. You getting the the absolute this version that you get in the interview, you probably ain't gonna start on the first day. That's a fact. And if you on the fence about the interview, don't hire them niggas. I told my boss that. My most recent boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was having a conversation. She was like, hmm. I never cause like they was hiring some some everybody we hired didn't it didn't make it. Right. I'm like, what was so I was interviewing with her for the first time, uh, and I mentioned that why I said no, and she was like, That's interesting. Then she paid me a compliment. And I didn't really, I don't know what to do with my hands when somebody say something. I don't know. I don't know how to accept a compliment. I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Jazz, jazz hands, <laughs> I don't nigga. Know. I mean, I just be, I, anybody, if you say something nice or something good to me, I'm going to make a joke and change the subject. That's, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I'll be uncomfortable with it. I want right. my praise, but it's when I get it, I'll be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anywho. Like Ricky Bobby? I don't know what <laughs> she to was do like, uh, she told me I was exactly the person. She like, you are exactly who you said you are in the interview. And I was like, yeah, I am. But like, I've been, like, I know how to interview. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's a little bit different because like, I, I've been on both sides. So like, I know I'm not trying to overcommit, and I'm, I'm definitely not going <laughs> to undercommit. I feel uh, but she like get you, just. She said you were exactly uh, what what I didn't know either too. It's like so when I hired for this current position, they already had somebody in mind. 
they were just going through the process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just giving you the professional courtesy. Yeah, because they had somebody in mind and that was they was gonna move. You know through. how that should be. One hundred percent. And then they like when I came through, like I fucked it up for everybody. And they had to go back and tell five people no. And they gotta tell them why they this is some weird shit. Like once you tell and if they internal, you gotta explain to them why they didn't get it. Cause some nigga from the outside came through and interviewed very well. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't even realize that. You know what I'm saying? That it was my boss and her boss's boss who interviewed me. And I, I did, you don't never know if came the, in the first is, day they hated your ass. I didn't know that the deck was stacked. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, I still beat it. You <laughs> feel me? I'm better than you niggas. You know what I'm saying? I feel but, you. But like, that's when you go into a situation, even if you know the odds are stacked against you, just be you. I mean, I was like that with my job because like when I first got it, I knew it was just like a temporary position. Yeah. But I hated working my last job so much. I ain't give one fuck. I'm like, in six months, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And I just went, I went to that interview with that type of mindset. Like, I don't give a fuck. I still got a job. This shit don't work. But if it do work and it's just six months, because like I had no clue when a recruiter called me, she didn't tell me it was just like a, a temporary position and they were completely staffed at the time. So like when she interviewed me, she was like, yeah, this dead set six months. I don't give no fuck. I don't get no fuck. I figured it out. Yeah, look. I got six months to figure it out. Actually. And I was, and honestly, like we both been working a long time, damn near same field. Like my resume, pretty, pretty stout. Like I can go, I can go work somewhere else. Like I ain't, I ain't sweating it. But I ain't get no fuck. I just went to the interview, and nigga, I kind of, I kind of, and then you kind of know, you know how to, you know what the answers that I know how interview questions. Are, I know are what you say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know to tell me about a time when, and like I just know how to answer the question. I got them scenarios together, 100. And then when I was interviewing at the crib, like nigga, I literally like got notes up on my computer screen. Like yeah. you, and not- I, you know, when I'm interviewing, I'm very specific. You know, what I'm saying, hey, v, can you give me a specific example of a time when such and such starts? And they give you some some random example that it's not very specific. Then I give them another opportunity to be more specific. And then they'll still hit you with random shit. But I already go in there looking like knowing that. So so every one of my answers is very specific. And it's in a this was the situation. This is what I did for the situation. This is how it ended. And because of that, boom, boom, boom. And everything is pop, pop, pop. Because of my contribution. (laughs) Like, come on, man. It's just Dennis. You know what? I said I was going to do this a long We even said I was going to do this a long time ago. I really want to go into the consultant side and just go into businesses. We had talked about it for a minute. Yeah. Go into different businesses, whether it's a call center, whether it's a, a retail location, watch them for a minute, and then just provide them how they can go about a better experience with customer service, as well as get everybody together on their sales and their retention stuff. Yeah. Because that's really where it's at. This is a, once you can sell, you can sell anything. Like it, it don't fucking matter. And a bunch of people just don't know the process. They just don't know the formula. They don't understand what customer service is. Like when people pay like me money, you, when to, people like you, they'll buy from you. That's a hundred percent fact. And they and people buy off emotion. I that's, buy shit that I didn't want to buy. I didn't know I tell the motherfucker no. That's how all timeshares are bought. Cause you don't know you t- you only can tell a motherfucker no so many times, and they be like, "Fuck it, let me get it." Man, I went to when I went to the Bahamas and shit a couple years ago. Um, you know, you gotta go sit through these motherfucking yeah. uh things and shit. And I'm talking about they start, yo, it's thirty two thousand and such. You keep saying no, niggas down to like twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like listen, twelve hundred dollars a year. I just was like, 
Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, I thought you bought your time sharing the Bahamas. Nah, I'm like, nah, I'm okay. But like, you're a really good salesman. You know what I'm saying? Like in in real life, I wish you can come work for me if you live in Michigan. You feel me? But like, I've definitely bought shit from women that I just had. Like, how no, you, how you say no? No intention to buy. Man, this is this is female, and I'm sure Mark is my knower. This girl that work at Nordstrom's, she's gorgeous. This gor- she's a she dark skinned She work on the men's sale floor. She almost con- she almost sold me on some white linen pants. Mm. Like nigga, damn near to the counter. You gotta have a pair of white linen pants. Where no, you go to? A, what no, if you go to an all white party? What you going? I was going to an all white party and I didn't wear all white because I got a thing about white pants. Nigga, everybody in that bitch got on white pants. Okay, well I didn't. I didn't wear white I, pants. I, I don't like niggas that don't that come to a white party and not an all white. Like my nigga, it's called the white party. I had on a white shirt and I felt like that was enough. It's not. You niggas was talking about you. So the so the white party that I went to, they had a they had like a a comedian. It was like somebody's let's say 40th birthday party. Yeah. So the comedian was like the MC. And where I was sitting, I was very close to the stage. And like that's the first thing the nigga said, like, how the fuck you had an old white party, you ain't got all the white beds. So you you so you associate the white linen with being old? No, I just don't I just don't like white pants. It's <laughs> a white party, my nigga. I, I don't have a rhyme or reason. I just don't like that shit. I, I don't mean, like it. Just on a random Tuesday, I'm not rocking some white pants. You feel me? <laughs> but like I bought us I got some white pants specifically for white party. Okay, well I don't own a pair of white pants. But I, you went to buy them. That's what I anyway. And listen. I just couldn't do it. When I looked at myself in the mirror, I said, Nah, fam, I can't I couldn't bring myself to it. Mm. I couldn't. And this was my man's birthday party. Like, this my dog. And I just couldn't do it. He was so, like, this, the nigga was visibly pissed at me. Like, why I didn't, you, like <laughs> white shirt, black pants. Like, it's good enough. It's not. I wore some white forces. Like, so the majority. You, and you super casual in so this the motherfucking ma- now. The majority of my fit is white. <laughs> no. Give me nigga. credit, my nigga. No, I would tell you to leave, nigga. So I got invited to some shit. And they told me straight up, like, if you don't bring a date, you can't go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Why? Because like we know which we know how unhinged you can be if you come solo. You got to bring a date." And she was like, "At the very least, bring your daughter." But she's like, "You got to have a date, or you, or we don't we don't want to see you here." Hey, it'd be like that. I got to. That's like <laughs> people doing me like that. People doing the boss like that. Somebody invited me to an event like that. They're like, "Yo, bring a date." Like, cause I mean, once you marry, like everything they do is couples only or, or like paired people only. Been, like they, they, we don't, cause like we don't need no single people here fucking shit up for. So that's, that's, that's kind of how they is. They, they're a married couple. They, they really good friends of mine. They don't really did a lot for me, especially like in the last couple of years. And I love them to death. They, I, I joke with Are them. Are you going to bring a date? I got to. I mean, I mean, you, you supposed to wear all white to the fucking white party, but you didn't. I'm going to follow the dress code, which is the dress code is all black with a splash of purple. And they said to bring a date or do not come. And because these are my people, they've done so much for me. I'm going to come. I'm going to be compliant and I'm going to bring a nice young lady to enjoy the evening with the end. Because right. I, I love them. I That's love them. They, we, we had we had them on the show one time. I love them. They're good. They're good people. So. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to be compliant. Look, so we was talking about Nope a little bit earlier. And one thing I wanted to talk about, San Diego Comic-Con was this week. Yeah. And we finally got to see the trailer to Wakanda Forever. Yeah. What you feel about it? Um, I'm not sure. 
I'm actually excited to see it now. I am not excited. Why not? Um, I just think they ruined the franchise by not recasting. Yeah. Okay. They moving the story up like four to five years, and you killing your main character off screen. Like, how are you gonna like? I get it. There's probably gonna be a funeral and everything. You can't kill the main character off screen, my nigga. Like, how you? I am a little concerned about that part because I I don't. You know, in the comic books, I know how the the storyline kind of goes. And, and his sister is the is the Black Panther for a period of time. Yeah. She's just not like the for, new Black yeah. like, You know what I'm saying? Like, But, you know, my feelings is with Marvel rolling out like the multiverse, it'll be real easy to, like, spin this thing again. Yeah, but you're going to take one from a different world and bring him to this world and he's going to stay in this world? Or you just go the whole different Maybe just recast the whole thing. Like, just recast them. Like, this is not real life. We get it. We like Chadwick Boseman. But, like, this is a fictional The Black character. Panther didn't die. Chadwick passed. And, and I would, you know, I it's a lot of young, capable black actors that I think could easily fill that role. I just didn't like, they they just tied they, they, they emotion to this, this. Like, my nigga, this is a, first off, every all these movies are attached to each other. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, yeah. ha- nothing is singular. So you doing this either gonna make something don't ma- you gonna make something not make sense, or now you gotta write rewrite the whole. But does everything have to follow every line of the comic book specifically, bar by bar? Like you, there should be a little bit of you know storytelling element in it. It's an outline. You gotta follow the outline. Now every single thing ain't exactly the same, but it's an outline, my nigga. And the Black Panther doesn't die in the comic books, like, like at like. No, he one. He, ma- he marries, has kid, has a child. Like it's a like this is something totally different. Like a person dying in real life should not stop a show, unless the show is called Martin, and Martin is dead now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, Roseanne don't even got Roseanne in it right now. Nah, when she had that little shit, it was just. It's like the third season, and Roseanne ain't been there in two seasons. It's just dad and them kids. That shit, matter of fact, they call that shit the The Connors. Yeah. It's just dad and them kids, and it kept rolling. Kept going. Like, you don't gotta do that. So, am I, did it, did it, did it look magical? Did it look great? 100%. I'm happy that it looks good. Um, I just, I'm interested in seeing how are they gonna explain the death of T'Challa and how that's supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? And they bring in Namor. They go in the underwater, the Atlantis, and uh, Doctor Doom may make a experience. I mean, a um, uh, appearance and shit. But like Doctor Doom may be your man's uh, from uh, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just don't. I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they're gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm trying not to be. <laughs> I'm trying to remove or like turn Take down the, the bias out of it. No, Take- the biasness of it. Cause like it's hard reading a story when you know the st- story is wrong. It's like nigga tell the story of your life and I'll be honest. They I'm, make you die at 22. Like <laughs> nigga, what? I'll be honest. I, I, I literally as a comic book fan waited for black Panther to appear on screen. Like this is something I followed since a young boy. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I follow comics you know, all the way to, you know, my late teen years. But like Black Panther, even when they like reissued it and I was like an adult when they started to reissue the Black Panther and Ta-Nehisi Coates 
was was writing them. Like I got back into it and I was like, man, this will really be good on the big screen. Yeah. So I waited a long time for this. So there is definitely an emotional attachment. And I understand, you know, Chadwick has has gone on and I wish I wish they would have taken another route and just I'm with you and just recast the role, my nigga. You know, throw John. No, we couldn't see nobody else. Well, the rest of us could. This is a franchise, my nigga. Like the manager at rallies died. We not closing rallies. You know what I'm saying? We not getting a new mascot. But Hutch died. They closed Hutch Jewelry. Man, he ran that bitch. It wasn't just named after him. I mean, all right, all right maybe that's not the best. You know what I'm saying? Year. And like he did the actual work. You know what I mean? He got but salesmen in, but like. When the person who do the actual work. That's tough. You know what I'm saying? Now we about to go get the understudy to run the whole business. Ain't nobody traveling for the understudy. I mean. And quite honestly, they probably don't want to deal with that business no more. When you literally chop my man down in front of it. Yeah. Like, and likely over over something that happened in the business. Who knows? But I always really thought John Boyega could probably play a good T'Challa. Uh, it's a whole bunch of people who can um who can play um a good T'Challa and um just recast them. I mean, I was hearing that they may actually recast them um through some universal shit. I think they probably watched the movie and was like, yo, we gotta get the nigga back. You know what I'm saying? But who knows? I'm clearly going to see Black Panther. Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Um, I don't. It's hard. It's gonna be hard to recreate how that first Black Panther was. That shit was. That shit was magical. Niggas was in that bitch cosplay. Yeah. Show like it was. was mad, it was a moment. It was a moment for sure. It bought. It's. It. It birthed this week in culture. Black Panther. Yeah. The first black. The first this week in culture episode was on Shop Talk back in 2018. The Black Panther review. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That was the that was the very first one, and then a couple months later, yeah. the actual pie came out yeah. in the summertime. But that shit dropped in February, so February of twenty eighteen. There's an episode called the Black Panther, which was technically the first episode of this week in culture. It was just you and Aunt, was that there? No, it was just me and Aunt. Oh, okay. Damn. All right. I I completely. It's been so much content we didn't put out. I completely forgot yeah. about that shit, but I still want to see it. Yeah, for I still sure. want to see it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see you know what they're gonna do with Namor if we might get Doctor Doom or and how it's gonna tie into the rest of the movies and what is it Phase Four Phase Five uh, Yeah, I'm not really liking Phase Five so far. Phase Four is what we in, and I don't I don't we know. in four? Yeah, mm. none of these movies have been good. I seen Thor a few weeks ago. I haven't even seen Thor. Like I, I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was cool, and Spider Man was cool. Spider Man was good. I uh, like Spider Man. But like Eternal Shang Chi trash. I watched that. Is that in this one? Yeah, it is. Black Widow is in this one. I think I'm not liking the accompany Disney Plus programs. Moonlight was cool, but I don't understand how that fit with anything. This Miss Marvel shit is trash. You know, what's, um, what's kind of fucking up for me is that in the last phase, it was a build up to something. Yeah. We knew the Avengers were going to come together and Thanos was waiting for them niggas at the end. Right now, there's not like a co like we now that they. Well, we didn't know that Thanos was coming. 
way back in Iron Man one. No, but it was more the build up. Like you would you would get bits and pieces of him yeah. in every movie. I know that Kang might be like the next big villain. Now the Loki series was good on Disney yeah, Plus. It was because it actually Kane was actually in that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kane the Conqueror and he he kinda let the set the groundwork for that. But like if you don't got Disney Plus, you don't even know that shit happened. Yeah, but it's not as clear as a picture right now as like there's no super group forming right now to deal with Kang. But X Men is coming and a Fantastic Four is coming. That's like twenty twenty four. It's still in this phase. Okay. What I'm saying is like, that's what's going to save this phase. The X-Men is going to save <laughs> Marvel. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the X-Men pop in and then Fantastic Four pop in. Then we good. Because uh, other than that, these Thor movies is trash. Um, I want to see Blade. Oh, I forgot they're doing that. Yeah. I want to see Blade. I wonder how they go. I hope they do that right. Marsha Holla is going to do Blade right. I hope they do the movie right. I do too. Because like the original Blade, as great as it was, it don't look like a Marvel film. No. It, Marvel films look almost, they really colorful. And they, look they're hard. cinematic. Yeah. And that that first Blade, them first Blade, them first three Blade movies, just kind of dark. They look yeah. like, they don't they don't have the same aesthetic to it. Yeah. So hopefully they, they, they do that right. I just really hope Blade is produced by somebody black. Because I feel like black people need to be involved in black folk shit. I'm sure there's somebody black, but it's a whole bunch of white people in all these fucking programs that we like. <laughs> I just it's feel like, like it you just need to have a heavy Negro undertone to it for it to be good. You know, you'd be surprised for all them black shows that was written by white people that you never knew. Friends. I mean, no, no, girlfriends. Kelsey Grammer. But well, he, I mean, he executive produced produce. it, but like uh, Mar Brock Akil was writing on there. Well, I mean, it's a writing room of a whole bunch of people, but you'd be surprised. Yeah, what what uh, Neil Brennan <laughs> added to the Chappelle show, and you like, yo, niggas black as fuck, nigga. That was no, Neil, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan, funny as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was a white man. It's a lot of funny white comedians. You know, you know, some shit I just got put up on. And I've been binge watching. It's a it's a podcast called Two Bears One Cave. Mm-mm. It's two like fat white guys. I've seen both comedians on Comedy Central. What are their names? Uh, Brent. Brent something. Hold on. Two Bears One Cave. If one of them is Nate Barzaki. Cause Tom Segura and oh. Brent Krishner. Oh, Tom Segura, he's a fucking, he's a fucking man. This shit is hilarious. Tom is fucking, yeah, for this sure. This shit is fucking hilarious. I didn't know the name of their pod. I, I come across their videos. Yeah, man, I've been um, fucking with that Tom shit all is, week. Is, is he out of here? Yeah, he's, man, he's I, I seen some of his standups before. That yeah. shit is hilarious. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought the trailer did look good. Uh, I thought Tim singing on that shit was perfect and magical. And yeah, they they gonna hard. squeeze every every drop they can get out of Tim's right now. Yeah, um, she's a gorgeous woman. She is. Did I ever say on the podcast I thought she was a man? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that she. I didn't know that that that. I didn't know just that from the name that you. I didn't know Tim's was a woman. Okay. I didn't I just didn't know. <laughs> I, I thought it was a man. <laughs> I knew when she was on Drake shit, like it had to be a woman. Drake be scared to work with men. Like the first joint I heard was Essence, right? Mm-hmm. And that was what um whoever the other nigga is, uh that's on Essence. Um and like these dudes be having these weird whiny voices and shit, and I didn't know who was 
I didn't know that it was. I so got you. Then when I heard the future joint, the sample is sped up. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it kind of got the, the little, the little tiny chip monkey. But I'm like, yo, I, I just didn't know. And then somebody had referenced it and I, t- and I, and I Googled it and, um, I'm like, oh shit, it's a woman. And it's not that she's like, sounds like a man, but like the songs that, that she was on were other people that I didn't know what it looked like and had man. It was, I just didn't know. Though. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I just didn't know. Can't fault you for that. But she's a beautiful woman. She is. Um, Essence is WizKid. So yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know who was WizKid and who was the features. You know what I'm saying? That's how. That's I didn't how know I'd if be, it wasn't WizKid singing. Shit. That's how I be feeling. Oh, when it like I hear names like WizKid, Rich the Kid, Burner Boy. I look. You can put me in a room with all four of them niggas, and I couldn't. I couldn't point them out. Yeah. It'd be a lot of Detroit rappers that come in here on other people's podcasts. I've never heard of. Nigga, um, I was watching. Shout out to. Daisy and Adore, they had somebody in on their podcast. No clue who this gentleman was. Yeah. I had to, I had to look his music up on YouTube. Still, I mean, no knock to him. I just had ne- I was completely unfamiliar with it. Yeah. All right, man. There was a couple of different things uh, that happened this week. Uh, I saw this earlier. Um, Hyundai subsidiary has used child labor at an Alabama factory. Uh, what do you think about that? Man, they talking about kids as young as 12 years old were were being used for labor. What they was doing, though? Making machine parts. But, like, what they was actually doing. Because there's a lot of jobs in the factory. You know, we separate notes and bolts in this motherfucker. Or you probably still shouldn't have child labor doing it. Your 12-year-old can't separate nuts and bolts? My 12-year-old? No. Why not? No, my 12-year-old can't. Why not? Because they're twelve, you they came. You, do they have chores at twelve? Chores at a fucking job you got to punch in at is two different, two different things. Jason, so, don't 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 do that. Don't do that. I'm just trying to figure out like what what is the what is the what is the thing? Like I I guess if you if you if you got a twelve year old doing forty hours of hard labor, swinging a fucking axe, hitting a fucking. On some John Henry shit, that's <laughs> a little bit much. We don't know exactly what they were doing, but got like, hear both sides. Nigga, no, I don't. No, I don't. Not for that. I don't. You need- got your you don't, so you you don't tell your kids to do shit for you. Go outside, cut the fucking grass. Go go clean up all this shit around there. Da, 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 da. Like that's not more. That's more. That's not more difficult or less difficult than separating some fucking yes, nuts and bolts. That's what that. That's what inside the house. I don't have to. And go. they pay. I'm, I'm pretty sure Hyundai was paying them more than you do. I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> but that that's not me dropping them off at six o'clock and picking them up at ten thirty because they didn't work a four hour fucking shift where they punching in. They need an I nine. I got to get them fucking ID. Like, but no. two years later. At 14, I can get an application and do the same thing. I've been working since I was 14 years old. You can old. get an application, not for fucking Hyundai. Yeah, you can probably work at, I don't know, Subway or Wendy's at, or I something. I worked at Arbor Drugs. I was a stock boy. I'm, I'm unloading boxes, taking shit out there, and matching numbers, putting shit on the right shelf. I had 14. If you were going to give me money to do this, I could have 100% did that same shit at 12. It, it's not like it was difficult. It's not like I was like hurting. Like, <laughs> were you mature enough to have a job working, let's say, twenty hours a week at twelve? Where I didn't get twenty hours a week, and I was at fourteen. I had maybe eight eight hours on the schedule. <laughs> like, no, nigga, no, no. I'm, no, just, I'm trying to figure. Out, I'm. I understand that your answer is. No, I'm trying to figure out why though. Like, is there a is there a reason? Do you think it hurts the child? Like, why though? Why is it no? 
because. That's the only answer I got. Because kids somebody, shouldn't be working like that. All right. Well, yo, your grandma worked like that. My grandma ain't had no. And your uncle worked like 12. that. All our asses worked like your ass was working on the fucking field. Go get that goddamn corn out there. <laughs> you working? I working in the field was hard fucking labor <laughs> as sharecroppers. Everybody was working. Chores for the benefit of the family, I believe, are just a, a tad bit different. We not talking about chores. I'm talking about you take your ass out there with this basket and fill these fucking peanuts up all fucking day. I even got my one of my my grandma brothers. Uh, on audio, you know, I was recording on the shit, yeah, explaining remember. how you know at ten, eleven, and twelve they would get paid six cent a week to 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 get, you know, what I'm saying this and this. I'm like, they wanted that shit. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out like why exactly is it so? Like, oh my god, because they kids. I mean, they kids, man. Kids. What does that mean? I'm I'm trying to figure it out. That they shouldn't have to work like that. What if they want to? Kids don't know what's good for them. That's why you have parental. But you can get a, a whole fucking kid can decide their whole fucking other gender and everything is all good. Not my house. <laughs> not my house. A 12 year old ain't going to tell me. I feel like you're not going to make you're not going to play make make up and pretend with your body in my house at 12. You just not. I'm just I just want to know. I, I guess uh, I, I want to know what the what the what what they were doing. Cause there's a lot of niggas that Tell work. Tell me what you feel is fair for a twelve year old to be doing inside of a plant, Jason. It's a bunch of shit that niggas get paid seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year for at Chrysler and for that a twelve year old can fucking do. So a twelve year old can fucking do so, because you you take all the square ones and put them on this so they ride down this assembly line and the circle ones we put on this one so they ride down this assembly line. You got a cushy fucking job that you get paid eighty thousand a year for and a fucking monkey can do it. So Jason, to to cut your overhead, you're going to fill it with child labor. Is that what you're saying? You're okay with that. To cut your overhead, you're okay with filling it with child labor. Yes. My nigga, you are wrong. You're wrong. I am not wrong. You're wrong. And if you if, and if your family ever own a if your family nigga, ever if your family ever owned a restaurant, your twelve years old, your twelve year old ass was at that fucking restaurant washing dishes, taking shit to the back. It's not it's not like a fucking you're not getting beat. It's for the fit. <laughs> It's not getting, you're not getting beat. It, like, I'm trying to understand Jason, why is it so, oh my God. You wouldn't hire a 12 year old to sit in here and record podcasts. I had my nephew come do it one time. He was like 14 or 15. Okay, that's not 12. I said a 12 year old. It shit, if he could, he could. It ain't that fucking hard. You pressing a fucking button. Literally. He's pressing the fucking button. I would do the editing. He pressed, you can press this button, press that button, and save ass. Like, it's not, it, I'm pretty sure. I could teach a monkey how to do it. I'm not even being facetious. Like, I'm pretty sure I could teach a monkey how to do it. You sound like a monkey ass nigga <laughs> right now. I'm just saying, like, what, what exactly is the, is the thing? It's just wrong, Jason. Just because, because that's all I got. So somebody told you it was wrong. So you disagree with them. I know it's, nigga, I got kids that are, tw that are around that age. Would I trust them to do some shit multiple times? I don't trust niggas your age to do shit. Cause them niggas be at Chrysler drunk and fucking high all fucking day. I see the pictures and videos all the time in my group chat no, <laughs> as they're going on. My dog just got caught fucking inside of the plant. Like, come on, my nigga. So my question is, what were they doing? 
Now, if you and that motherfucker drilling and, and doing different shit, like, no, I, if you're doing some shit that's got to do with safety, like, I don't know if I want the 12-year-old to be the one who put the brake lines in my vehicle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Nigga, OSHA got to have some shit in play where a young nigga can't be up in there. I understand what's, what's, what's quote-unquote legal and not. What I just want to know is, like, why do you think that's such a wrong thing? Other than the white man told you that you couldn't do it. Like, what exactly is it? Because the vegan spot... uh what's the name of the fucking vegan pop Ve- vegan soul or pop culture vegan okay uh the, the the gentleman the family that ran that motherfucker they got the child he he be at the register bringing out food and shit like and i guess what i was like man i told him you're doing a fucking good job teaching that little teaching that young man how to run a business I, I at the at a young chi- age i don't want a child bringing my food to me I just, Nigga, oh, your kid right now probably bring your food get to the you fuck out i don't let the kids serve my food i do not i do not so you say such and such go grab me that off the table. They can't do it. Grab grabbing me a plate off the table is completely different from me sending one of them niggas into the kitchen and like let me get some mac and cheese. Go yams. ask your mama to put me some. Like if you say go, well, ask I'm your, not with none of their mamas to 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 dictate that type of shit. So what, what I'm but this is a real basic question, son. Go ask your mama to give me to give me some macaroni and cheese and bring it to me. That's out of the question for you, Jason. Yes or no? <laughs> like, is that out of the question? I don't want the kids doing it, and I'm going to explain to you why. Okay? I don't want my kids doing it because children are nasty. I've seen the kids do some disgusting things, and just because they're kids, they don't think two shits about it. They're kids. Whatever. I've I've seen... I've seen... I've watched my child sneeze over my plate. I've watched adults do it, too. I don't want it. I don't want it. Take it back. Throw it away. I don't want it. But they can't separate nuts and bolts because they nasty. <laughs> I mean, Jay, it's I don't not that it's not labor intensive. It's it's not. It's, yo, this shit is a square. This is a circle. <laughs> Circles going to right. Squares going to left. Like, come on, man. What the fuck? I, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with a twelve year old working in the plant. I don't. I don't have more of a resolution, more of a reason that just I don't like that shit. No, right. it's wrong. You ever worked in a plant? Never. You don't know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> shit. I, I bet you a twelve year old. So at, at UPS, well, I used to work at UPS when I was eighteen. It's a nigga that had a little a little thing on his arm, and when the box came down, he just scanned the box. If it said eh, eh, you threw the box on this side. A twelve year old can do that. Every time you scan up, it say eh, eh, it don't go in the truck. I worked at UPS for a day. That work was too too hard for a nigga. I couldn't do it. I've never worked a eh, man, I've never worked a bitch labor out. job. Well, maybe, the, you know, the 12-year-old got more on this than you. You know what I'm saying? You jealous of the 12-year-old. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I like to work. Your light on. I like to work a job. Don't hate I'm, on the niggas out here getting money, dog. <laughs> niggas be selling weed at 12 years old. Niggas, but niggas it doesn't can't. make it right. It doesn't make it but right. But niggas definitely don't get no fucking job. That's funny. Would you buy weed from a 12-year-old? I wouldn't buy weed from none of you niggas. I definitely bought weed from a 15-year-old. He played on my homeboy basketball team. Had that fire though. I did feel bad. It was three kids from the same family. Like, does that make it better, Jason? Three underage workers. <laughs> does that make it better? I'm not. I'm. I'm not up in arms about the shit. I just want to know what they was doing on the line, screwing shit into the car. I'm trying to read it. It don't really say. They is putting bumpers on, nigga. 
I mean, this is a stamping plant. So they stamping shit. So, like in the stamping plant, yeah, <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> we slide this shit out there. We push the button. That bitch like, boop. And we move that motherfucker down. Yo, this shit really be easy as fuck. I just don't know what, I don't see what the big deal is. And unless they were doing something that was very, that was dangerous, um, you know, that you may need to, some, some cognitive abilities to, to figure out. But other than that, I don't know why everybody's so up and on. I, I don't trust it, Jason. I, I, I don't trust it. You trust a lot of shit you shouldn't trust. <laughs> and a toy roll moving nuts and bolts from the left to the right. It ain't you just say it nuts, nuts and bolts. You it don't know what the fuck they was doing. That's what I'm. I, why everybody up in arms? Got to ask. Got to see both sides. Got to ask more questions, dog. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I, I, know. I just, I just think you know we should ask more questions. So, um, uh, you know, DJ Envy's still in the city, huh? I saw oh, I saw Don that. had him in the uh had him in his stores. Um so look, man, uh I changed my mind on something. All right. So earlier this week there was a video uh that came out um of a pastor uh in Brooklyn uh getting robbed and relieved of uh anywhere between four hundred thousand to a million dollars worth of jewelry. Um, on live feed, four niggas running there with hoodies and guns and, and robbed. One of the niggas had a Amiri hoodie on, by the way. Um, gotta stay fresh. <laughs> gotta stay fresh. <laughs> and I'm like, cap. Like, supreme cap. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not buying it. Uh, I want But your thought on that has changed? Yeah, it changed a little bit. I, I can't, I gotta, okay. I gotta be honest. What if then, where our group shared at? Uh, it, it was in there, right? I, the sent it to, I sent it in the IG. That's what I'm talking about. The original video, because I think I said it was capped the first time. Or that may have been in the, um, oh, you know what? I think Jenny sent me that. Okay. Uh, I want y'all to hear this shit. And then you can hear why I changed my mind. These uh, young men. All right. This is him getting relieved of his of his jury face down. All that. They only robbed him though. Not like the whole congregation. Interesting. And um as they I only showed him. I seen um three to four our men come in and I just told my church because see this, shepherd, right there right that's now, when I knew he was lying. I, I saw first when I thought he was lying uh because like we, we seen the video and, but I know when a nigga lying and um listen as I was preaching I seen um three to four armed men come in and I just told my church because see when you're a shepherd <laughs> I think he right, lying you have right to right lead there. your sheep you have to lead your sheep and you have to protect your sheep I thought he was lying and when I seen the armed men come in you know, it was specifically for me. Um, it was specifically for me and, um, and of course my wife. And when I seen them come into the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody, get out. Everybody just get out, right? Everybody get out. I didn't know if they wanted to shoot, um, the church up or, um, if they, um, was just coming for a robbery and, um, and then they left. All right, Ben. So before we even get to why I changed my mind, um, what do you think about the initial story though? I just felt like it was, it was some setup shit. I didn't feel like when I first saw it, it just felt like maybe an insurance job. It just didn't feel Ain't like a robbery. 
that was my exact thought. Like, oh, cap. Nigga trying to do it. Like, but why exactly did I just jump to this man lying? I've never seen him before in my entire life. This is the, the only every time I ever seen this guy was getting I'm, robbed on camera. And I, I instantly said he's lying. I'm sure you've seen some videos of, of him since. Yeah, one place though. Okay. And that's why I changed my mind. <laughs> the, the, the video you see me since I'm playing a bunch of these bitches. Okay, that's because it's pure comedy. Okay, I just uh, but this this is specifically the reason why I changed my mind. Though you know, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, play the videos and we can we can keep. But going. look, so if a nigga come into the four people in all black running to your church, I don't know what the fuck going on. Let's just say he didn't set it up. Are y'all about to shoot this bitch up? Because that's been happening on some mad shooting shit. Yeah. Like, I don't right. know if that's, you bought. It's not beyond the, the realm of comprehension. That's a fact. And people may run up in black churches and shooting them up. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, could you be here to rob everybody? Could you be in here? And they, they, they just robbed him. He said they put the gun to his wife's head. They said they put the gun in his daughter's face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would say I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Because it, it's a number of emotions you can go through. Like, damn, let me just get the fuck down. Uh, I initially just jumped to the fact that, yo, this nigga lying. It's got to be insurance scam. And the reason I said that is because I just thought it's shady for a pastor or a preacher to wear a million dollars worth of jewelry. So I'm already thinking, I'm already judging you as an individual and as a person. Because why would you have that much jewelry on in a congregation? Or why do you even need it? You know what I'm saying? So in my brain, I'm already, I'm judging you. Yeah. Because like, why? You know, like literally, why are you rocking a million dollars worth of jewelry in oh, front so of a congregation? Do they got a million dollars? And and I kind of know that area in Brooklyn where they at. It's a sketchy area to be walking around with. I mean, the whole city of Detroit is sketchy. And niggas walking around. Not with a million dollars worth of jewelry. Well, allegedly. We know okay. that shit don't be real. But I mean, you. Because some of this shit. Like, bump it up a little bit for the insurance. What I'm saying. Like, so the cost of jewelry went up, too. So when the buffs damn near doubled in price, nigga, the chain, the Cubans and the diamonds and everything, like if we supposed to think all this shit real, nigga, that's not just 20,000. That's a lot of fucking money. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So like you got all these chains on and everything like that. One, I'm just thinking like, why? Um, uh, it's a song that comes to mind that my dad used to play for us. Uh, and it's called. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? <laughs> Woke up this morning, turned on my TV set. That living color was something I can't forget. This man was preaching at me, yeah, laying on a charm, asking me for 20. With 10,000 on his arm <laughs> He wore designer clothing And a big smile on his face Selling me salvation While they sang Amazing Grace <laughs> Asking me for money When he had all the signs of wealth Almost wrote a check out Yeah then I asked myself Would he wear a pinky ring? Would he drive a 
fancy car. You think his wife wear furs and diamonds? Would Jesus roll a? Would, the song is would Jesus wear a Rolex on his television show? There's something I'd like to know. Can you tell me? Would Jesus wear a Rolex on his television show? Um. You know, Would that, Jesus you know wear a Rolex? Of the Mighty Gemstones. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. There's an HBO show about a family of televangelists. It's mm. a comedy with Danny McBride. Mm. It's hilarious. Uh, there's a version of Honk for Jesus that's about to come out. A movie with a uh, um, my man from uh, Sterling K. Sharp. Ain't that his name? Sterling, the nigga from um, This Is Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and Gabrielle Union. No. Uh, old girl from Scary Movie. Oh, Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Yeah, yeah, my Love bad. Her. Yeah, I want to watch that though. But like, would Jesus wear a Rolex on this television show? Like, I already, I'm already looking at you, sketchy. I'm not. I'm. I don't trust the pastor with a million dollars worth of jewelry. Whether you think that's good, bad, or good, bad, or indifferent, I, me, I need, I need to show the flock how the Lord has blessed me. But the, but, and I say that's that's tough. If you want to show the the flock how the Lord has blessed you, why he ain't blessing me though? Because I'm struggling. You got to wait on your blessing. The Lord come. I can't stand in the way a guy's plan for you. You got to wait on it. Yeah, that sound good. But next week, when you still out here with a whole bunch of shit and I don't got nothing, now I'm thinking something wrong with me. And this not how this not how I'm going to hook you into Jesus is, y'all, you just got to wait. Well, how come you ain't wait? I did. I did wait. Yeah. This, 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 this sound like a nigga trying to sell me Forex. You know what I'm saying? Like when you... Got a fucking Detroit. I, I won't complain. God done been so good to me. Well, God ain't been good to me. Is what some people thinking. You got to wait on your blessing. But I, I get it. I think what's very dangerous is that like a lot of a lot of black churches preach a lot of churches preach instead of preaching about salvation, they preach like prosperity. Your, pros, yeah, your that's blessing, not a black thing. That's a white thing. Your too. blessing on the way. Your husband on the way. Your new house. Your new car. If, God gonna give it to you, and it and it's it's not a genie. You don't rub the lamp. You don't pray at night that I'm gonna get me a new car, and it's gonna show up in the morning. And I think, you know, I think that's a very that's a message that's very prevalent in churches. What God gonna do for you? Just because you show up, and you pray. It's forex. Yo, you give me money, and then later on you gonna get some money, but you gotta bring some more people to church with you though. Go 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 out and bring Save more souls. people in, because yo we got that's a slippery people. slope, Jay. Yeah, I'm saying that people manipulate believers. Oh, all the time. You know what I'm saying? All the time. I'm not saying the word is bad. People, oh shit, niggas really on this shit. I'm a I, good talker. I'm a good narrator. I know the Bible. I can open up a church, and I can probably get some people to believe. But that's not my calling, nigga. It's 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 the the biggest sales pitch because you are playing on people's emotions and, and salvation. Yeah, you, church people invest in their emotions, and you know, pat these popular pastors are people that people like. They like their personality. They good orators. That's, that's it. really what it is. They get up there and they verbal alchemy. I can say some words that literally give you chills, change. I can I make you vibrate at a certain level that change your 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 way of living and way of thinking. So when I saw that, I'm like, yo, you, you capping. I, I think it's a scam because I already have that preconceived notion about you. And 
possibly still do. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the reason I said I, I kind of changed my mind is because um, he kind of he's either a really really good actor. Or you know the nigga could be you know. But 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 Larry Larry Larry, you're ugly. Oh, let's talk about that. You're ugly. Let's talk about that. You're a beast. Okay. All right. You and Benjamin Franklin down there and Billy Smallsdown <laughs> down here. Right. You're a beast. All right. You okay. are ugly. Okay. You're a you're ugly. Okay. You're a ugly homosexual. Right. You you said you're a homosexual. That's what you said. No, you I didn't say that. Fat. You did say, say that. You said it. You said it. You said it. You did say it. You did say it. You didn't listen. You you can say I said whatever you want to say. Don't make it true. You quoted. You quoted that you took nuts in your mouth. That's what you quoted. You quoted that. You that was because that was molested, nigga. No, 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 no. Don't flip it. Don't flip it now. But you was in prison. So how many nuts you took in your mouth? That's what I want to know. I want to know how many nuts you took in your mouth and why you couldn't keep your nuts. That's what I want to know. Okay. And let me tell. And let me tell you. Let me tell you. We. I purchased a church. I own a church. I own a whole block, and that's a temporary church right now. I own the whole block. Okay, so so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you guys are coming at me and after what my what my church just went through, and y'all sitting here laughing and making a mockery of it. And you want to talk about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to say and talk about cloudy diamonds? Nobody talking about your diamonds, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna get to it. It's a couple of these we gotta get through, though. So be it. So so be it. So be it. Okay, no problem, no problem. <laughs> then you wanted. Then you wanted to talk to me about. Our discussion about you don't have homo- to be angry. I'm, be- I'm not know. angry. I'm not. I'm not angry at all. But at the end of the day, when I'm looking, my team sends me your live, Larry. I never disrespected you, brother. Okay. I treated you. I treated you with nothing but respect and integrity. So from where this is coming from, I don't know. So please inform me. Okay. Please inform me. Number one, it's opinion. You're viral. Okay. My job is to talk about what is viral. It's not I your fucking job, by the way. No, I don't need no favors from you, Larry. My, but my question to you, you is, you Larry, you do talk. You Larry, talk. excuse you, me? You, you ma'am, I don't even know you, ma'am. Oh. Right? But so you can just stay out of this one. I don't but even know you. All right? I don't even know you. You, you, you're, you're trying to include yourself into this. You need to go and get some weight loss if you want to get, if you want, if you want to get, if you want to get, sir, yes, sir. If you want to see and laugh about what happened in my church when we got armed robbed, you're fat. That's what you're, you're I don't know you. All right. We can really get, we can really get like this. All right. You're not going to laugh at the situation where a gun was pointed at my Where a gun was pointed at, I listened to it. I listen to it, all right? No, I no, listen no. to it. But I listen to it. So I don't even I know you. Number you one, I don't know you. I don't know. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there, Diggy. Let's go there, Diggy. My job is to talk about what is viral. I just know me. You've never let's go there, Diggy. You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm yes, a liar. Let's go. How? How am I lying, Biggie? Two, Biggie big, not Biggie Smalls, but you're Biggie media, big. You are quote unquote. All right. Bishop in the Lord's church. That's right. You have uh-huh. seen my face on your timeline before, uh-huh. and if you say you haven't, you're a liar. I don't know you. I don't know. Really be Somebody said that to me. I do not know. I do not know that if you haven't seen me on my. No, they was like and tried to talk about me, and I you don't know who I am. 
Yeah, I'm like, nigga, I don't know who the fuck you are because you make a comment. I don't know. You I don't look at people. Day, when I come on, and I'm listening, when I, I told and you that was a no, 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 don't, fucking niggas no, up on YouTube. Like, I don't look at your me. fucking username. No, 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 don't talk about women now. Don't talk about women because because y'all laugh, y'all laugh when 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 we when Larry said about the gun and my daughter y'all laugh, y'all laugh. That's what you did. Y'all laugh. That's no. what you did. And you want to say it to my if that's really true. That's what you said, Larry. And y'all laughed. And what you did was, and what you did was you laid on your carpet. You laid on your carpet and pretended to be me. You're disrespectful. Okay? You're disrespectful. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Larry, at the end of the day, Larry, at the end of the day, you're me. Because at the end of the day, y'all sitting here and laughing at something that four gunmen could have took my family life. And y'all sitting here making a mockery of it, all right? We are and not. Big blip right here want to sit here <laughs> and talk about women, all right? And you. All right, I'm going to stop. He did get to the point where he was like, you crossed the line because, like, you, 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 like, this. somebody had a gun in my daughter's face. Like, no, nigga, you crossed the line. Like, I get it. Y'all be on the internet and y'all talk about trending topics and shit. That's not your fucking job. Your job ain't to, to dissect. Whether this traumatic event I went through was really not if 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 somebody put a gun in my wife face and my daughter face, I want to get on fucking the internet. People send me shit and you making fucking fun of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel that, that. that's their platform on a on a gospel level. They provide, I guess, a certain level of comedy. They from they they gospel. The other two people they had like a gospel platform. That gate man. Yes. Ah, what Bible they be reading out of? I'm sure the same one that get preached out of across churches across America. I guess same one. I guess the same one. Old boy reading out of too, because he, you know, he little. So listen, the reason I kind of changed my opinion is because this that shit go on for a long time. Yeah, it's about ten minutes. Um, I, he he he's either selling this shit really good. Oh, that nigga really angry. That y'all was sitting there fucking laughing at my daughter and my wife. He said basically what that shit on me is whatever. You know what I'm saying? But a nigga had a gun to my daughter's head and a gun to my wife's head and you motherfuckers on the internet laughing talking about, oh, that's my job. No, nigga, you crossed the line. And apparently they know each other. You know what I'm saying? I guess, I don't know if they know each other in real life or just online or do some lives or Maybe some shit like that. Maybe they've been on each other's platform Yeah, he like, I always treat you with respect. Like, no, nah, my nigga. And when I come to address that shit, it's, you can't take a joke. No, don't fucking joke here. You crossed the fucking line. Don't joke when I, I go through a traumatic... I agree. Don't don't joke about you know. I don't play about my kids at huh. all. At all, I don't play about my kids. So if a motherfucker sent a joke or something that I felt was a thinly veiled, you know, barb at one of my children, like you're gonna have to fucking see me. Y'all, like the, I don't play about my babies. Y'all on the internet laughing and kikiing at my expense. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Cause first thing I thought, yo, this nigga capping. I never seen a nigga before in my life. But I feel the same way. I don't mind people saying whatever about me. Like I put myself out in a public space. Yeah. You know, I'm I put myself out there for ridicule, for, you know, to be picked apart. Cause that's a choice that I made. But yeah. like my family, I think that there's certain things, you know, that that just should be off limits. I tell you, his conviction on <laughs> his roasting is top tier, by the way. But his Biggie big <laughs> his conviction on uh the, him being so angry with them talking about his wife and his kids and making fun. It come like, yo, this nigga telling the truth. Did he really get robbed? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't got enough information. I don't know the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never, I've never heard him preach, pastor, nothing. 
I've never seen him before in my life before that clip. And I instantly wrote him off because I already got a I got a problem with pastors who flaunt their riches in front of poor people. So I'm judging you off rip. I, I don't feel. like you off rip. I'm I'm starting off not liking you. So I'm looking at this shit through a lens of fuck out of here, my nigga. You a scammer. And you could still be, and you likely are, if you got a million dollars worth of jewelry in front of a church. That may buy, that may be why your dumb ass got robbed, though. Because if I know your dumb ass is up there with a million dollars worth of jewelry, and y'all niggas ain't got no good, y'all ain't got no security in this bitch, I will rob your dumb ass. You know, uh, supposedly him and his wife dress real flashy. They have, you know, a lot of luxury vehicles. Uh, but, you know, I have, I, I do have some friends of mine that are, that are pastors. And one of the things that they always talk about is that level of security that they have to keep around them because people automatically think that as pastors, they got money. Yeah. I got a good friend of mine that's a pastor and he was telling me about a time where like somebody walked into his office off the streets and held him at gunpoint for, you know, a sizable amount of time until, you know, he gave them something. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a dangerous world. That, that they live in. And I don't want to make, you know, I, I've been transparent about it. My grandfather was a pastor. I grew up in church. So I've seen, I've seen a lot yeah. uh, in, in, in being in the church. These and are the same type of pastors that we used to have. No, they, it's, it's not. Cause now these lot, pastors, they, they used to have gold watches. They used to have gold. Oh, definitely had gold. You might drive a Cadillac, maybe yeah. a Benz, you know, but one. Yeah. <laughs> but like now they, I just think that it sends, it sends the wrong message when you are a pastor over a flock and you living in a two million dollar home and the people that are coming to your church or live in the community are damn near living in poverty. I mean, if it's in Brook, if, if you live in New York, you living in a very tight cramped place. Yeah. Unless you got a, unless you got a, a, a pretty unless you make a ridiculous amount of money. Nigga, your apartment 400 square feet. And that's a that's a big I just seen something. They said the smallest, officially the smallest apartment uh, in New York City now is like 75 square feet or some shit. Probably 2200 a month. And it was. It was like 2400 a month. And the bathroom is a shared space that's not even inside the apartment. Yeah. And it's one toilet. Like, what? You walk around this motherfucker with, a, with Bentleys and your wife got all this shit? Yeah, you a target, my nigga. You could have got robbed. I want I, I I can't think of the organization and I don't want to throw shade on anybody, but there was a pastor here uh, where a group of people kind of ran up in the church before they went on air, you know, and kind of made a, a commotion because uh, I want to say it was it, it might have been one of the Ellis's. Uh, no, it was a uh, young dog uh, pops. Uh, he brung the, the reason that was there is because he brought Trump here. When Trump was running, he brought him to his church. Uh, Bishop T. Jackson. Brent. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wayne T. Jackson. Wayne T. Jackson. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Okay. Uh, Wayne T. Jackson. There's some videos on the Internet, which I don't understand. While he has some people on the altar and he face down and he gets on top of them. His pelvis today. But it's some weird shit going on. So I, I don't understand it. And maybe somebody can fuck. You can't give me an explanation for this, some of this Fair shit. enough This shit is it's wild Look at it okay But New Era Detroit ran up in there And they was basically like my nigga this building okay, I, I didn't want to say like Who No it's nothing wrong with that This building is a block long my nigga 
on all the way size in the one of the poorest cities in the country, and you riding this motherfucker in a Bentley every day. How you feel coming to one of the poorest cities and bringing in hundreds of thousand dollars every week from one of the poorest cities, and then you go live, drive off in your, 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 your like I don't I don't respect that type you know, of shit. When they're bringing in the Brinks truck after after they pass around, after they do do the uh, the prayer and pass around the plate. You know, they don't bring in that truck unless you you talk about like at least a hundred thousand. I, I don't I I don't respect that type of shit. I don't respect multiple lines when it's time to give offering for the people who giving a hundred dollars or more, y'all stand over here. Like what the fuck is going on in these churches? Oh, uh, we gonna separate the people giving money based upon how much they giving. What? Now you trying to oh, these are thousand dollar people. If anybody doing a thousand dollars, yo. We got VIP at church I mean, now. I mean, I, I've seen that at churches. I've seen that at churches, and I and I get for. I dated a woman who went to a church that did that. And we had a we had a a a, 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 a very heated a conversation. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I've seen. I, there's a, a church in the city that I visited, and I've seen that happen. And when I asked a friend of mine who there's like, well, that's just to show like, you know, God is blessing them that way. Like they can it could be you next. And 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 I get that thought process. I don't. So God only blesses in thousand dollars at a time. What? what? So when God blesses somebody, it's only with money then, because that's the precedent you're sitting. Well, why the fuck God ain't blessing me then? If that's the case, if his blessings is all monetarily, well, why he ain't blessing me then? Oh shit. Oh, I'm not doing something right, huh? Because everybody sin every single day. So what make your sins that you do? Even pastor. Ain't a day that you went you went through your fucking life that you ain't sin. So what's so important about what's so different about your sin and my sin? Because in his eyes, they the exact same. So why you keep getting blessed and I don't keep getting blessed? I come here every week and do what you tell me to do. And you telling me that I'm not getting blessed, basically. Because I can't afford to give a thousand. I must be. God must don't like me. It's an ugly message. It's an ugly message. I wish it's something that we can get away from. I don't know how you change that type of culture. It's a pro. It's, they call it prosperity preaching. That's what Mace be on. That's what Creflo Dollar and the motherfuckers be on. When y'all got private jets and all the other shit. And like one of them, niggas, I think Creflo. Creflo was, came out and said that he admitted been wrong. It. Yeah. I think it's 10 years later. <laughs> I mean, you know, you. you, you when you when you found correction, you got to share, you know, you, you want to correct the flock. You know, but this prosperity teaching like, oh, you got to give in order to get. So you got to keep giving me money. Give and I give it back to you. You didn't say that in church. I have not. I've, I have. That's cap. Not you saying it. <laughs> nah, I'm mean, like, that's manip. Like, I don't 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 play. Like, if if you really believe in God. If people in church, y'all really believe that? Fam, you got a different level of responsibility when you got all these souls in your hands. You do. You and do. like, if you believe any of the shit that you're kicking, how dare you? Like, you you, you act like God don't exist then. Because if you really thought that God exists, you 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 could not possibly think this is a good idea. He blessed. He, look, I done did right. I done paid my tithes. I done went through the storm. And I came out on the other side. And if I can do it, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. And that's and that's what they shoveling sometimes. Yeah, man, that shit is that shit is whack to me, dog. 
It really is. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for. Like they, that's what they shoveling. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. I, I do think that's wrong, though. I do think it's wrong. I, now, do I believe that the Lord will supply my needs and make sure that I have the things that I? I mean, it's, it's said right there in the word. In the word, but it that, ain't true that He will supply my needs. Everybody don't got everything they need, and that don't mean that God don't love them. That's not even a truth. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, you maybe you don't have everything that you need all at one point. Okay. Well, while I while I don't got it right now, and I got kicked out of my fucking house, and my family cannot be supported. So you telling me every fucking weekend he gonna give you everything you need? Well, nigga, I need a home. I need a home. Your home is coming. You just gotta hold on. Yeah, niggas been holding on for years at a time, waiting for their blessing to come, and other people getting their heaven on earth. So a bunch of people teach you that your heaven, your 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 riches and everything is not here. You got to get that shit in the afterlife. And other people out here are like, oh, I know how to get it. Your heaven is here on earth, and I'm gonna get it. And it's a it's a it's a strict divide between different people who got different ideas. Like, no, my nigga, I can have it now. I'm gonna wait till I die, till I get riches in the sky and shit. Like, nigga, we don't even know if that ain't nobody died and came back. We all got faith that this is what's gonna happen, but right. nobody fucking know. And right now you peddling me some shit because it sounds good and it's gonna get your pockets fat. Like nigga, when you a fucking like I don't know, man. Look, they it's it's when you're a salesman <laughs> and you know how to sell it. That's a and fact. People buy off of emotion. I went to the you good. Can move them. I read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I went to the classes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's a three day sales presentation for you to buy a a, a fourteen thousand dollar package to go to Puerto Rico and get some other like. To get one-on-one teachings with Robert Kiyosaki. Like, I'm like, you know, the first day, it give you a little bit of information. And second day, was, a, was you, can, you can feel the sales. And the third day, which is like a half day, it's an all-out sales push. They even teach you how to call. They, 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 they merged it. They act like it was doing something else. They even teach you how to call your credit card companies and get an increase to tell you about to make a bigger purchase. And they teach you how to do these illegal money trees and move money around and shit like that. And at the end of the day, because that shit costs so much, not, oh shit, I do know a way I can actually get some more money. I put this shit on my credit card. Like it's some dirty shit. But people fall for it every day. And he the rich dad and your father is the poor dad. Because <laughs> he just maxed out all this fucking credit cards to go to Puerto Rico after you pay you paid fourteen thousand dollars. Like my homeboy paid like two hundred dollars for that board game rat race. We used to play it all the time. Like that one nigga out here selling a six hundred dollar Monopoly game. The after Trump package. <laughs> like niggas be out here hustling, dog. Like hustling. If you if you got the knowledge, just give it to people. I don't I don't believe that like you should have to pay a premium just to and guess what if you if 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 you think things should cost i'm perfectly fine with that but don't don't gather your name and your recognition on some black people let's come together we got to overcome we got to overcome and i know y'all poor let me let me hook you to some game but go find me six hundred dollars so i can give you this board game and after i give you this board game you gonna know how everything nigga we've been playing monopoly for fucking years yeah. No fucking board game ain't gonna make me rich, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? If you play it the right way, you'll know how to play. You'll know the strategies to play in life. But you know what he got? A bunch of fucking gold chains. Because, oh shit, you look like wealth. You must know what you're talking about. So when I'm sitting up here looking like money, it's easier to sell it. 
They they tell you this these fucking lies, right? Oh, you got to go back to your your neighborhood school or some shit, but you got to go with a bigger car and, a, and and jewelry and diamonds and shit, so they'll they'll respect you and they think you're doing something. Nigga, we didn't told them niggas that's the only reason. That's we can gave them something to look up to. So when the dope man come through with the chains and the cars and everything like that, well, nigga, they kind of been implanting this shit in my brain since I've been a little kid. Oh shit. This is somebody that's worth this looking what, up to. This is what prosperity looks like. So when a dope man got it, this must be a good fucking thing. Now, how about you just say something good that like actually resonate with somebody? Oh, shit, that make a lot of fucking sense. Every, that relates to me. Everybody just looking for a way to get rich as quickly as possible. And ain't nobody want to do no fucking work. Playing with the church's money. They just want to get rich as quick as possible. Man, they mad at you lucky. Ain't nobody coming in and shoot that bitch up. Like, nigga, run me my money back. Run me all my ties back for the next, for the last 10 years, nigga. Because God ain't gave me my blessing that you promised me. So mm-hmm. run my shit back. It's still coming. Okay. It's still coming. Well, when it, when, it, when it comes to me, I'll give it to you. Who do you want to message? Nobody. The Lord. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That shit, that shit weak as hell to me, dog. It is. That shit weak as hell to you me. You got a whose man's is this? That felt like a whose man's is this. Uh, I do not. Um... Have ah who man I, I got gas today for three dollars and sixty nine cent, um and then the gas station right up here on Lincoln and Southfield Road gas four dollars and sixty nine cent. Like you niggas didn't realize that the gas prices went down. You charging a whole dollar per gallon more though. God damn, this is shady. If you're gonna pay for it, you're gonna pay for it. Yo, I got a whose man's is this? It's for the. It's two. It's twofold. Chill the fuck out with them little miss this. I don't know where the fuck that shit came from. Why I, I think I don't like that shit. Matter of fact, here, here's my, my whose man's this is my whole fucking timeline this week. Okay. I'm tired of that little miss insert shit here. I don't know who the fuck made that shit up, where it came from. It was cute day one. Eh. All right. Day two. It's been a week and a half, man. Little miss shut the fuck up. How about that? Little miss shut the fuck up. Two. I want y'all to stop posting that old ass lady that just keep cussing. That shit not funny, dog. She might have passed away yesterday. That's fucked up. No, I'm serious. That's fucked up. She was in a hospital. Like, you making a mockery of your your parent or whoever, your grandmother or whatever. Like, oh, look at them cuss. Let's laugh. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. And third and finally, I sent this voice note to somebody today. I'm just going to play it. Man, all this recession shit is getting on my fucking nerves. Everybody on the internet, oh, we about to be in a recession. Oh, we in a recession. No, we not in a recession. We're in a recession. Bitches, you going to work tomorrow? Do your check come on Friday? Like, what do the, the gross domestic product of the United States in the last two quarters got to do with you paying your fucking rent on the first? Like, shut the fuck up. In real life, who the... Yo, the recession, the recession, the recession... Did you did you get a pay cut at your job or something? Did you get fired? You about to go to work tomorrow, right? Your rent still due. I actually make more money now than I did, I don't know, a year ago. I am going to work and all my bills are continuing to be paid. Like, do you have a so all the businesses in the country added up what they make essentially, and if it's less two quarters in a row, then we in a recession. Nigga, do you even got a business? <laughs> like, what are you worried about? Like, what can you do, actually? Let's say you worry. What can you do about it? You can't do nothing about it. 
You can take your ass to work. Go to fucking work. That's what you can do. You can take your ass to work. Like, because DTE still do at the end of the month. They want their fucking money, my nigga. And they recession or your, not, and they will cut your lights off. Take but we in a recession. Like, you know what that shit is to me? It's a fucking excuse for you to bitch and complain some more. But we in a recession. Shut the fuck up. Because the bills still do. Your car insurance do every day on every month on the same day, no matter what. Recession or not. And go to work. Go to work, my nigga. Make make America some more money so uh they can get out of a recession. You know how you get out of a recession? Keep spending, apparently. Yeah. But like, God damn, I'm tired of it. Go to work. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what you could do. Who go, is this? Go, go the fuck to work. Uh my music pick of the week, I just uh I sent it to you a little bit earlier. Uh, but my music pick of the week is by Steve Jobs. It's called Limelight featuring Perrier Rosewood. I fucks with Steve Jobs. He just dropped a project. Uh, think different. So that's Limelight, Steve's Jobs, Perrier Rosewood. Check it the fuck out. Uh, by the time y'all hear this, that new Beyonce had been dropped. And I just hope that y'all shut the fuck up, listen to it, and go somewhere. Uh, you know, when that Drake dropped, everybody was saying how it was rich nigga music. Y'all don't, y'all don't get it. Y'all ain't been. You got to travel. Y'all, y'all ain't been to Ibiza. I ain't never seen an album come and go so fast like that in my life. Let me tweet something about that. I ain't never seen an album. Go, disappear like a fart in the middle of the night Fucking Drake album You dumb niggas I don't want to hear shit about Beyonce I know I know the, the, the swarm is getting ready But I don't want to hear shit about it Y'all take that disco album Shine that some bitch up and stick it straight up your ass That's all I got uh, Time for the Benny uh, Amen Amen <laughs> Ain't this the perfect music for the day? Yeah, it is your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram, on TikTok, and on Twitter. At me, talk to me. I talk back. Look, if you haven't had the chance to listen to Dame After Dark, go ahead and cue that shit up. Yo, if you hadn't had the chance to listen to the homies on the other side on This Week in Culture, cue that shit up. It's nothing but quality content coming out the camp. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, bitch. Yo, 326 episodes on you hoes. You feel me? We don't never slow down. We don't never stop. Ain't no DJ Zamir over here. I will take their jobs though. Absolutely. And that Showtime uh, bag. Facts. Shit, I take the Vice bag. You feel me? Vice. Hit me hit a nigga up, man. Shit. We turn Vice upside down. You know we what I'm saying? We turn that shit upside down. 100%. We get y'all shit popping. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying y'all shit not popping. But we get it popping more. Yeah, absolutely. You feel me? 
tap in, man. Uh, yo, man, we had a pretty cool week. I like this conversation that we had. Uh, I wonder how many of y'all niggas gonna be mad. I'm talking about y'all weak ass preachers to be selling that prosperity shit to y'all niggas for years and years. Don't never do nothing. The building fund ain't never produced the building at all. Um, ain't even got a doorknob. Yeah. Shout out to the to the real pastors and shit that be out there like hustling. I mean, not hustling, but like out there. Well, rounding up the flock and then putting in actual work. Um, I have some of my family as well, and. They got a regular job And then they do all this stuff Just to To, to, to spread the word That they That they believe You know what I'm saying So I don't like all that Prosperity shit Nigga probably got his dumb ass robbed Cause he got on some Motherfucking jury In the middle of the fucking hood And um Yo nigga try to buck back Anyway When you see the build of black You know where you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio Books and Time I ain't saying we the Rockefeller Podcast But We are Jan Dan Hell yeah Peace. This is